Explore Milwaukee's past and its future, one building at a time. This is Urban Spelunking with On Milwaukee's Bobby Tanzillo and me, Nate Immig, from 88.9. Well, out to Mequon we go this week on Urban Spelunking. I so it's suburban spelunking. Subur- yeah, right, suburban spelunking. So we're at Concordia University. This was built in 1957. It's a 14-building complex, and it sits on what used to be farmland. Um, and at this time in the 1950s, Mequon was just starting to see development there. And the school sisters of Notre Dame. Yep, who used to be just north of downtown. Built their convent on this site originally back mm-hmm. in the 50s. Yeah, yeah. And so they, they're the ones who started the tunnels. So the, the earliest buildings there were already connected by tunnels, I think, to avoid the cold weather. And that's really what, what got you down to Concordia was this underground network of tunnels that sits beneath Concordia University. It's because the really awesome people who work there and who love this show know that we love tunnels. <laughs> well, and that's their I, email said, Dear Bobby, you have to come see our tunnels. <laughs> that's, of course, check. a short version of, of it. But You're, I think, a little bit more fixated on tunnels um, than I, but hey, I, I do appreciate a good we're a tunnel. Team. But you're right. You, but you're like the uh, the captain of the tunnel team. Yes, I think. and this was an interesting uh, variety of tunnels. Yeah, There's tons. Well, now it's got to be. There's got to be mi- literally miles and miles of tunnels under there because all of the buildings are connected by tunnels, and they're all sort of different. Some just look like you're walking through like the lower level of a campus, like classroom building, you know, and then sure. some look like the basement of a, an apartment building or something. Some look a little more rustic. Some look sort of industrialish. It's really just a wide variety of. Of tunnels, but all connected and so sort of labyrinthine. Is that a word? I think so. Labyrinthine? That they actually have to have like coded like things on the tunnel so you can see, like color coded things so you can see where you're going. And there's signs saying which buildings are in which direction and stuff because it's really a maze down there. Well, I got to say, what a fantastic idea to avoid Wisconsin winters by building an interconnected network of tunnels underground. And they use it to recruit students. Oh, really? And they said that. The tunnels are a draw for a lot of these st- potential students who think, you know, oh, Wisconsin, winter, you know. Yeah, no need to uh, to pack the winter gear if you're coming from California. You Leave can it keep all your, all your shorts on, right. <laughs> on exactly. demand. So um, I, I, I think the coolest thing and the funniest thing are these pictures of the nuns back when it was a convent literally roller skating and biking yes. down these tunnels, right? Yeah, yeah. So there are, you know, there's there's stories, of course, of how, you know, when they would have to get from one end to the other, that it was easier for them to roller skate or take or ride a bike. I mean, and why they, wouldn't you? Right, yeah. and they actually have photos to prove it. It's pretty amazing. There, there's, there's some great ones of nuns, like, roller skating and holding hands, which I thought was cute. And looking like they're just having a blast, too, yes. on their roller skates. Yeah. You don't see nuns on roller skates too often. And interestingly, um, the tunnels were also used a while back one summer by the St. Louis Rams. Who really? Who had their training camp up there. And when we say tunnels, uh, we're not talking like dirt floor tunnels with uh, like... Uh, no, there was one of those that we oh, saw. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah, but that was more of, that's more of like an access tunnel for like a like a pipe chase to, to access like pipes and okay. electrical. Okay, so they got stuff. one of those, but the rest are, are yeah. actually really beautiful. A lot of them have really cool tile work and yeah. um, kind of a mid-century feel going back to when it was built. And Yeah, you definitely don't get dirty in these tunnels. Right, yeah, these are, right. these are nice tunnels. Yeah. They're fancy tunnels. Yeah. And actually somebody for, that you interviewed said that they open up to the community too if people want to do kind yeah. of their version of mall walking down there. Right. They could yeah. tunnel walk on the uh, Concordia campus. And what's interesting too is the tunnel leads to the, all these different buildings which have been built over like the whole sort of continuum from the 50s up till now. They're still When I was there, they were working on a building that might be done by now. Um, 
So there's been sort of constant building, and some of them have some really interesting features. Well, in the next part of our conversation, we're going to explore the Concordia campus a little bit more. There's all sorts of interesting things to check out there. Uh, the chapel, um, all sorts of, like we mentioned, cool mid-century type features. So our conversation continues at Concordia University next on Urban Spelunking. Nonprofit Radio Milwaukee is brought to you by you. A membership contribution is your personal commitment to music and to Milwaukee. Visit RadioMilwaukee.org to check out our donor benefits and the thank you gifts you can get to show off your 88.9 pride. And we're back at Concordia University in Mequon, former convent turned Catholic university, now a Lutheran university. Mm-hmm. And you got, in addition to the tunnels, you got a tour of, of, looks like all sorts of buildings around campus. Yeah, there's some interesting stuff. The chapel is one of the oldest buildings, and it used to be obviously a Catholic chapel, and now it's a... Lutheran, it's a chapel for a Lutheran university, so they, they did some tinkering to reflect that. And um, there's, so there's a some changes. There's a stained glass story that was pretty interesting. Yeah, that's a pretty great one. At the at the front of the church, um, behind the altar, there's a there's a big uh, crucifix that also had like a kneeling Virgin Mary. They took that off. So it was um, like a like a statuette of the Virgin Mary. Yeah, it was kneeling affixed the... to the wall near yeah near the crucifix. They took okay. that off. Um, but then in the back, there was. Um, this beautiful stained glass window depicting Mary. Um, in a big blue robe, right? Uh-huh. And they converted it to Jesus. So if you look in the article, there's the picture side by side of what it looked like when it was Mary and what it looks like now that it's Jesus. I, You know, looking at the... It's beautiful either way. Yeah, looking at the after, I would never know that that used to be a Mary. No, didn't, right. Didn't, they did a like, good job. Jump out. <laughs> but they, they, just, they just... So they just replaced the, the head? Yeah, I guess I just went in there and tinkered with the glass panels right around, you know. So they made a right Mary head? into a Jesus head somehow. Yeah. Interesting. Beard. A beard really helps. That beard probably did help, yeah. (laughs) Beard goes a long way. (laughs) And um, all sorts of really cool tile work. Um, You know, you go into buildings like like the Oriental or Landmark, you see that really intricate tile work. Um, I I was kind of reminded of that when I saw the pictures from your tour of Concordia. It's very much like those bathrooms at the Oriental, that like multicolored tile. Um, and this is like all over. So like the older buildings have it on all the floors in the hallway and there's just tons and tons of it. Um, it just makes your head spin when you think about the people that installed that tile by tile. Yeah. The guy, one of the guys on the tour said, you know, it wasn't like now where you buy that sort of like thing of tile and you roll it out and then you just put some grout in it. Right. Yeah. Like these, these guys were putting these like one inch square tiles in one by one by one by one. (laughs) I put, in, I put in some tile in my bathroom when I first moved into my house, and we were doing these big tile, you know, like... Like the three, but... Like, yeah, like yeah. like feet, and it looked, you know, like all crooked, and I had to re- <laughs> redo it, and I can't imagine doing like one-inch tiles, yeah. you know, keeping... Uh, over like a, gi- over a giant hallway. Right, yeah. Yeah, just, yeah they were, I must have been working on them for, for years, really, to get it all done. And then there's one, one of the buildings on the wall has like a beautiful tile... Uh, like mosaic with a sign on it for the school sisters, which is pretty amazing. And in that same building, there's also a sort of striking thing in that there's a hallway that has on both walls flanking the hallway flags of all the countries from which Concordia has students. And that was surprising, right? It was surprising to me. There were dozens and dozens of countries all over Asia, all over Europe, all over just Africa. Amazing how many countries that the school draws from. Yeah, and with a with a university that that maybe doesn't have the the 
biggest student population compared to, you know, like the big ones like UWM or right, right. Marquette or whatever, um, still attracting people from all over the world. I wonder if the tunnels have anything to do with oh, that. Oh, I wonder. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Well, a lot of their stuff also, they have another campus in Michigan and they have, um, I believe, a, a, an online component, uh, which is very popular with students in China, especially. Oh, interesting. So, yeah, it's interesting. It's a, it's a much bigger operation than you, you might think. Well, if you've ever wanted to go, um, you know, underground and check out a bunch of tunnels interconnected uh, underneath Concordia University, Bobby Tanzillo's got tons of photos from that, plus uh, pictures of the the uh, the Mary stained glass, the now Jesus stained glass we talked about, and many, many more pictures from his visit. At least they kept it in the family, right? Yeah, they, <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Um, much more to explore at RadioMilwaukee.org slash podcast. And while you're there, make sure you subscribe. 88.9 has podcasts and film, food, and music, and of course, Urban Spelunking. You can subscribe right there at RadioMilwaukee.org slash podcast. Podcasts on 88.9 are produced by Kenny Perez. Handcrafted sonic inspiration comes from the License Lab with support from On Milwaukee and of course, your membership and RadioMilwaukee.org slash podcast. Can I say it again? Yep. Why don't you say it once? What am I going to say? RadioMilwaukee.org slash podcast. RadioMilwaukee.org slash podcast. Yeah, go there. Go there and subscribe. Go. Subscribe now. (laughs) Perfect. Stop. Whatever you're doing, stop. Go do it. (laughs) Thanks, Bobby. Thanks, Nate.